right near the top. I think Lindsey Graham commits Lindsey career Graham. suicide. The only other person I can think that's a rival would maybe be Rudy. But I think really, honestly, it's Lindsey because Rudy Giuliani was already on a steep decline before Trump came along. Whereas, you know, Lindsey Graham, whatever you think of him, was reasonably respected. And yet now, because of his ties to Trump, He's put himself in a scenario where literally everyone hates him and he can make no one happy. And he's done exactly that today. Absolutely slaughtering his own career by taking positions, some of which are correct and some of which are not, but all of which mark him as disloyal to Trump and disloyal to Magdalene in a way that's going to have him ruined. And despite taking some correct positions, which we're going to talk about, it in no way absolves him from all the evil he's done in association with Trump. So Lindsey Graham has trapped himself, and it's entirely his own fault. It starts today with what we were talking about earlier, which is the fact that Fannie Willis down in Georgia is saying that she doesn't want certain documents released in the courts because charges in the Trump find the vote scandal are imminent. And remember, Lindsey Graham is one of the highest profile people involved in that whole scandal. Because it was Lindsey who also made a call to Brad Raffensperger. He didn't directly say, we need to find 11,780 votes. But he did ask Raffensperger to sort of invalidate mail-in votes in certain areas. To maybe use credit card company data to invalidate mail-in votes from the blackest and most progressive and most urban parts of the state, basically Atlanta and the Atlanta suburbs, which was a code for, let's throw out some Democratic votes, and Lindsey Graham, at best, is going to be a witness in any trial going forward, and at worst, he's going to be part of a potential RICO or, or, you know, investigation. And Lindsey Graham did it all for Trump. Lindsey gained nothing from this. He just wanted to bend the knee for Trump and, and ruined his life in the process. But it continued today. First, Lindsey Graham is taking a deeply unpopular position, too extreme for even Trump. You need to get Bill Cassidy on your show. He's got a proposal that would structurally fix uh, Social Security. Uh, we need to raise the age limit because we live longer. Uh, like, Lindsey, this is sickening stuff. Like, you know it's bad when Trump has to come out and say he disagrees with the Republican Party on an issue because they've gone too economically extreme. And that's what Lindsey Graham is doing here when he proposes to effectively cut Social Security or limit your ability to access it until you get older, saying that it's insolvent and saying that, you know, people live longer, so we need to cut our social programs and blah, blah, blah. But that's, that's, that's BS, 100%. Absolute BS for a few reasons. One, United States life expectancy is not... People are not living longer, they're actually living house water condition. <laughs> couple years not rising. Shorter. United States life expectancy is falling. It is down. Not in relative terms. It is down. It is lower than Cuba. It is lower than China. It is lower than many, many <laughs> countries. And it is going down. Especially China. for poor people, especially for lower middle class people, the very sorts of people who depend most on, on social security. security. But, but here's the thing. Lindsey Graham has a correct opinion today, and it's gotten him into big trouble with the maggots. Nobody's doing anything about it. Okay, so let's find out how that happened. 
Uh, you got Trump, you got Pence, you got Biden. The only thing I think you'll find at my house is a bunch of Chick-fil-A bags on the floor. Uh, the bottom line is I don't, I don't know how this happened. We need to get to the bottom of it. I don't believe for a minute that Mike Pence is trying to intentionally compromise, compromise national security. I think that about Biden and Trump, but clearly we've got a problem here. So hopefully when this is all said and done, maybe we're overclassifying things. That may be part of the problem. But count me in for getting this fixed. What the fuck is so that? the first mean? time. And I have another clip to play for you saying something similar, although with slightly different tone. But, like, Lindsey's right there in some sense. He's trying to sneak in Trump a little bit. But he's right when he says that he doesn't think Biden and, 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 and Pence did anything wrong here. Maybe the issue is more around procedure than malice. More around the, the, the bureaucracy.
policy than it is the character. Maybe they need to look at policies around classification. I think that's a reasonable point. But Lindsay's in trouble here because Donald Trump does not you know, demand uh, a reasonable response. Trump and the MAGA world demand blind loyalty. What they want from people like Lindsey Graham is BS. They want him to say with a straight face, yes, the Biden scandal is the worst thing to happen since Watergate. And no, the Trump scandal is totally meaningless. Pence, Trump doesn't really care, but you know, he would prefer him to also say that the Pence scandal is no is is, is less bad or sorry, is worse than the Trump scandal. And so by him saying even that maybe none of these are a big deal, that gets him into big trouble. And he does it again here. What are your national security questions? I just, what was, you know, what are the same thing for Trump. I mean, why did you do it? What were in the documents? How were they held? Who had access to them? Um, let me just say this. I've known President Biden for a long time. I think there's, I'd be shocked if there's anything sinister here. <laughs> He's talking about the sinister accusations, right? And those sinister accusations are coming above all from Trump. That's Lindsey Graham, in a, in a sense, trashing Trump's attacks on Biden, saying that he doesn't think there's anything sinister going on here. So you can see what Lindsey Graham is doing. Despite ruining his life for Trump, and despite all of that, by taking these positions, working, he's not even attacking Trump, but in some ways, he's cleverly trying to help Trump by saying none of these things are a big deal, so he can bail out Trump, even though Trump is the only one here who actually did something bail criminal, at least in my perspective. He's still being hammered Trump. by the MAGAs. Listen to this. This is what Bannon said about Lindsey Graham today, basically. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy said no blank checks. That makes sense to me. We're not asking for a blank check. I'm not. I'm asking for military aid to accomplish the purpose of driving Russian invaders out of Ukraine. If Putin gets away with this, there goes Taiwan. If Putin's successful in Ukraine is not prosecuted under international... Americans can get $7,300 in stimulus cash thanks to the new affordable health care act. National law, everything we said... That's a total lie. That's a total lie. And I have no earthy idea what Lindsey Graham is doing with President Trump next week in South Carolina. Lindsey Graham pushed... I got up on Getter. He pushed the $1.7 trillion omnibus... He's, and his excuse was, or excuse, not excuse, he bragged about it, the massive increase in defense spending, which has got to stop, and also Ukraine. He said, we got to get to Ukraine. He's over, there for, uh, he's over there for a total blank check, and Ukraine has nothing to do with Taiwan, nothing. In fact, the money we're shoveling into Ukraine has to be spent on the 7th Fleet in the, in the, uh, in the uh, South China Sea and the Straits of Taiwan and around for the defense of Taiwan. There's a, the Ukraine situation is a border dispute, Russian-speaking Ukraine, between Ukraine, the Russians, and, hey, the EU and the European. Building sure. pools in Arizona for more than 30 years has Oops. given us a different perspective. And we... Oh, no. Folks, I've said this before, sure. and my goodness, I have to keep on saying it. When huh. it comes to the contest around who ruined their lives for huh. Trump most of all, Right near the top, I think you gotta put Lindsey Trump has to come out and say he disagrees with the Republican Party on an issue because they all 
to Brad Raffensperger. He didn't directly say, we need to find 11,780 votes. But he did ask Raffensperger to sort of invalidate mail-in votes in certain areas, to maybe use credit card company data to invalidate mail-in votes from the blackest and most progressive and most urban parts of the state, basically Atlanta and the Atlanta suburbs, which was a code for, let's throw out some Democratic votes. And Lindsey Graham, at best, is going to be a witness in any trial going forward. And at worst, he's going to be part of a potential RICO or, or, you know, investigation. And Lindsey Graham did it all for Trump. Lindsey gained nothing from this. He just wanted to bend the knee for Trump and, and ruined his life in the process. But it continued today. First, Lindsey Graham is taking a deeply unpopular position, too extreme for even Trump. You need to get Bill Cassidy on your show. He's got a proposal that would structurally fix uh, Social Security. Uh, we need to raise the age limit because we live longer. Like, Lindsey, this is sickening stuff. Like, you know it's bad when Trump has to come out and say he disagrees with the Republican Party on an issue because they've gone too economically extreme. And that's what Lindsey Graham is doing here when he proposes to effectively cut Social Security or limit your ability to access it until you get older, saying that it's insolvent and saying that, you know, people live longer, so we need to cut our social programs and blah, blah, blah. Even but though people are dying a couple years earlier. Absolute BS. For a few reasons. One, United States life expectancy is not rising. United States life expectancy is falling. It is down. Not in relative terms. It is down. It is lower than Cuba. It is lower than China. Lower than Cuba. It is Cuba, lower than lower many, than many countries. And it is going <laughs> down. Especially for Communist poor people. China. Especially for lower middle class people. The very sorts of people who depend most on Social Security. But here's the thing. Lindsey Graham has a correct opinion today. And it's gotten him into big trouble with the maggots. <laughs> okay, so let's find out how that happened. Uh, you got Trump, you got Pence, you got Biden. The only thing I think you'll find at my house is a bunch of Chick-fil-A bags on the floor. Uh, the bottom line is I don't, I don't know how this happened. We need to get to the bottom of it. I don't believe for a minute that Mike Pence is trying to intentionally compromise, compromise national security. Think that about Biden and Trump, but clearly we've got a problem here. So hopefully, when this is all said and done, maybe we're overclassifying things. That may be part of the problem. But count me in for getting this fixed. That's the first time, and I have another clip to play for you, saying something similar, although with slightly different tone. But like Lindsay's right there in some sense. He's trying to sneak in Trump a little bit, but he's right when he says that he doesn't think Biden and. And, 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 and Pence did anything wrong here. And maybe the issue is more around procedure than malice, mm-hmm. more around the, the, the bureaucracy than it is the character. Maybe they need to look at policies around classification. I think that's a reasonable point. But Lindsay's in trouble here because Donald Trump does not you know, demand uh, a reasonable response. Trump and the MAGA world demand blind loyalty. What they want from people like Lindsey Graham is BS. They want him to say, with a straight face, yes, the Biden scandal is the worst thing to happen since Watergate. And no, the Trump scandal is totally meaningless. Pence, Trump doesn't really care, but you know, he would prefer him to also say that the Pence scandal is no is is, is less bad or sorry, is worse than the Trump scandal. And so by him saying even that maybe none of these are a big deal, 
that gets him into big trouble. And he does it again here. What are your national security questions? I just, what was, you know, what are the same thing for Trump? I mean, why did you do it? What were in the documents? How were they held? Who had access to them? Um, let me just say this. I've known President Biden for a long time. I think there's, I'd be shocked if there's anything sinister here. He's talking about the sinister accusations, right? And those sinister accusations are coming above all from Trump. So that's Lindsey Graham, in a, in a sense, trashing Trump's attacks on Biden, mm. saying that he doesn't think there's anything sinister going on here. So you can see what Lindsey Graham is doing. Despite ruining his life for Trump, and despite all of that, by taking these positions, he he's not even attacking Trump, but in some ways, he's cleverly trying to help Trump by saying none of these things are a big deal, so he can bail out Trump, even though Trump is the only one here who actually did something criminal, at least in my perspective, he's still getting hammered by the MAGAs. Listen to this. This is what Bannon said about Lindsey Graham today, basically. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy said no blank checks. That makes sense to me. We're not asking for a blank check. I'm not. I'm asking for military aid to accomplish the purpose of driving Russian invaders out of Ukraine. If Putin gets away with this, there goes Taiwan. If Putin's successful in Ukraine is not prosecuted under international... This is what happens to your digestion when you eat pasta. Check this out. Think of these bottles as your gut. Each bottle contains one package of meat. Now, Are people trying to actually govern? What you're getting when you eat a bagel, a muffin, or even a piece of fruit. So this represents your... That's a total lie. That's a total lie. And I have no earthly idea what Lindsey Graham is doing with President Trump next week in South Carolina. Lindsey Graham pushed, I got up on Getter, he pushed the $1.7 trillion omnibus. He's, and his excuse was, or excuse, not excuse, he bragged about it. The massive increase in defense spending, which has got to stop. And also in Ukraine, he said we had to get in Ukraine. He's over there for uh, he's over there for a total blank check. And Ukraine has nothing to do with Taiwan, nothing. In fact, the money we're shoveling into Ukraine has to be spent on the Seventh Fleet in the in the uh, in the uh, South China Sea and the Straits of Taiwan and around for the defense of Taiwan. There's a the Ukraine situation is a border dispute, Russian speaking Ukraine between Ukraine, the Russians, and hey, the EU, and the Europeans, and if they want to pay for it, and they want to drive the Russians out, that hey, that's the decision of the people of Ukraine with their arms and their weapons. And now we're talking about we've had the head of the CIA there this week briefing Zelensky, the American head of the CIA, you've had the American head of the Joint Chiefs there, you've got this collection of senators led by Lindsey Graham, which I have no earthly idea why he's around President Trump. He's a cancer. He is a cancer. That's metastasizing. President Trump's got to be warned. There's nothing good that comes from having, a, a, you know, Mitch McConnell's mini-me, the snake, Lindsey Graham around you, at all. Coming back, Vatican, Ukraine, all of it. Like, this is what the MAGAs think. So despite the fact that Lindsey Graham is one of the few top Republicans organizing rallies for Trump, and despite the fact that he continues to defend Trump around the document scandal, and despite the fact that he bends over backwards for Trump every day. He is still being thrown to the wolves 
and he's still likely to put shade on alongside Donald Trump. And you damn well know Trump will not bail him out if they're you know, both going down together. Or if for some reason Lindsey goes down before Trump, Trump will not try and save him. This man has ruined his life for Trump, and I, I think he deserves it. He deserves it because he knew what he was getting into. He, he knew how evil Trump was. He knew Trump was evil all the way back in 2015. 2016, and he also supports policies that, frankly, will kill poor people. So I don't feel bad for Lindsey Graham. Hmm. Yeah. Fuck him. As Tony Michael says. But they do not make it as they please. They do not... My black webs But they do matter. not make it as they please. They do not make it under self-selected circumstances. The Beatles... Is the executive producer of the new Hulu series exposing corruption in Kevin McCarthy's district? <laughs> nice. We're giving away our $60 tactical backpack for no uh, charge. You only have to pay the shipping. By the way, thanks for no a billion listens. No I'm Ben Micellis for Hi, ben. the minus. <laughs>
when you look under the hood, when you look at Bakersfield, the last thing they stand for homicide rate, like in the country, has the highest police shooting death rate in the country, has the most crime in the country, you learn that this is not about law and order. This is about breaking the law and complete chaos and disorder. And so I think it's important, not just that we focus with these true crime docuseries on places like Bakersfield, but I think we examine other small cities across the country where people like Kevin McCarthy uh, perpetuate these false narratives that don't match the reality of their own districts. And so today as well, uh, Bakersfield was trending on Twitter. Um, I'm so thrilled for you to finally watch something that we've been working on for a very, very, very long time and something that's so near and dear to my heart, having spent so many uh, moments of my young career as a litigator uh, back enough years ago um, in uh, Bakersfield and Kern County. So without further ado, let me play for you the trailer right here on the United States. It would be an honor to work with This is one of the most powerful projects I've ever been involved with. I had never heard known Bakersfield to be a violent place. That changed pretty quickly. I knew the homicide rate in Bakersfield was high. I didn't really know what that meant. My son died in a shootout. That's this. I'm calling the cops on the car. <laughs> the deadliest law enforcement in the country for Celebrated character, and then disgraced officers. I began to not only bend the rules, I began to cross the line. You don't have to experience what I experienced to really understand that there's a problem here. The man is dead. These cops have no reason to do this to the man. They're not supposed to be judge, jury, and executioner. 
sight of my wallet's dream visit with my son Elaine there in the sight of our murder. My brother was an amazing person. He was so full of life. He had amazing kids. Yeah. Well, who holds the people accountable? This wife. making that.
Right, what the hell is this? Just a uh, hearing takes place on whether Trump's grand jury grand report will. Fox 5 Atlanta. Sam Cooke's entire story has yet to be told. 
the simple reason that his story is mainly dictated by those who control his music rights. Mm. That's why this film will have to do without Sam Cooke's great music. <laughs> Instead, it concentrates on his business activities and the circumstances Hi, poor baby. surrounding his fine baby. Sam, come sit. Make yourself at home. What year? We're, we're reminiscing today and using the all-time, old-time goodies and all that stuff. How are you doing, buddy? Come on, baby. to do in the future. You're doing different things now, aren't you? Yeah, well, now I think I'm working mostly with other young singers, you know. I, Wait a minute. It could be the greatest thing in the world that would happen to you if you had your choice. The greatest thing that happened to me if all the singers I'm connected with had hits. <laughs> I will knock on wood and hope the whole thing goes. Sam Cook, ladies and gentlemen. But on December 11, 1964, the inconceivable happens. A tragic fall from the height of stardom. Sam Cooke, one of the most talented singers and music producers of his generation, is shot in a shabby motel. We tried to help other people too. I got a call at 6:30 from
Where did you hear that story from? Checking into the motel uh, with the young woman into the room, and uh, he goes to the bathroom. She comes out. He goes into the bathroom. While he is in the bathroom, she quickly rushes out, grabs her clothes, and inadvertently grabs his clothes. He comes out. Uh, he what? finds her missing. He doesn't have any clothes except a uh, a, a coat. Uh, he proceeds to the manager's office and asks where the woman is that he had checked in with. He's told by the manager, Bertha Franklin, that that woman is not there. He leaves and he comes back and now she has the door closed. She doesn't want to talk to him anymore. Reportedly, he pushes open the door and breaks the stripping down, comes in and begins to harass her and then physically assaults her. Uh, while they are struggling and tumbling, she reaches over, grabs the gun, and she shoots him. What gun? Where did the gun come from? After she shoots him, and he proclaims the lady who shot me, he still comes after her, whereupon she grabs some kind of a large stick, a large broom handle or something, and she proceeds to beat him um, and so he collapses. A broom? This story sounds really fucked up to me. Certainly white America saw the clean cut, almost collegiate finger and thought to themselves, how could he be in a motel in LA and died being shot in the newspaper said a CD situation. This was really troubling to the black community. Did he really make a, a silly mistake, wrong place, the wrong time in a CD motel? Was he set up? There were more things about this, the way Sam died that, that didn't make sense than what did. Walter Roy was the lead singer of the Olympics. He said, yeah, he was murdered. Not, nothing happened that night, you know. The way he said it happened at the motel. He said that was all made up. What really happened, nobody knows except the woman that killed him. Uh, where is she? And the girl that took his hand and was hiding in our alleyway. The girl killed him? She actually, a month after Sam was killed, was busted in the prostitute thing, I believe. Yeah, Sam got lazy that night. Maybe he did. Sam Cooke was a star that shone very brightly, but just for a short period of time. You know, some, some artists are tragic figures. Sam just had a tragic ending. He wasn't a tragic figure. He was a very good person. Number one black artist in the world has kidnapped a prostitute and it's going to celebrate him. What? He was not a violent guy. He never, I never saw him get angry. I never saw him want to hit anybody or do anything violent.
What about rape? So it's hard for me to believe that that's what I don't know. His manager. Everybody. I don't know. Yeah. We'll ever get to the bottom of it and find out what is really real. Sam Cook's tragic murder. To this day, it is regarded as one of rock and roll's great mysteries. But without a doubt, Sam Cook's significance reaches way beyond the pop charts. Unfortunately, his memorable song, A Change Is Gonna Come, can't be played in this film. It is considered a musical heritage of the United States. Mr. Martin Luther King's murder.